Sound effects in this podcast is brought to you by Festlian Studios, BattleBars.com, and Pro Sound, and some of them are made by the Dungeon Master himself. This show is R-rated, so everybody be advised. Hey guys, and welcome back to the show. In this episode, we're going to continue to follow Hunter and Hadurai and see how their plans are executed at Skyr Harbors. Welcome to Nordic D&D, the Ariana Saga. My name is John, and I am your host and narrator and dungeon master in this podcast. Before we go to Sky, I want to give a shout out to BattleBars.com for providing such awesome sound effects. We have an affiliate link on our homepage. You can click on to go to their homepage and get a discount on subscriptions. But first, let's take a listen at their quality sound effects. You gotta love cool sound effect like that. Take our link and let BattleBars.com know that Nordic D&D sent you. Now before we go to Skyr, let's take a little stop back at Cantlore. I see Grandfather. Are there other creations created by Ignitus then? Well, yes. After Grimna's scourge and Ariana, Ignitus saw the destruction he had left, and this put a smile on his face. He also noticed the power Grimna had gained from all his new worshippers, and by gaining necromancy. And he knew he would be a much bigger threat than Ariana if it would happen for him. So Ignitus started planning and scheming himself. He made his own plans in his realm. This was to be the biggest creation yet, calling them devils, demons, and infernos. Who some have been released Marius. And you most likely have heard the stories of them, son. Uh, yeah. Yes, I have. Scary stories. Well, most stories come from some form of truth. I suppose you're right. But what about the thieflings? Are they evil, like the demons? Thieflings are only half-demons. No, they are not evil in their nature. More than humans or dwarves or elves are, for that matter but have the choice to be evil, as we all do. And many of them, sadly, choose to be evil, to honor their demonic nature. Well, like you say, we all have that choice, I guess. Indeed, my boy. Indeed. Welcome back from Camp Lore, guys. Now I want to take a minute to talk to you. If you like this show and like the other show that we have on YouTube called The Nerd Hangout, if you haven't seen it, I recommend it. It is very fun where we do all kinds of nerdish stuff. I really want to ask you to support us. 
to help us out. Now there are many ways that you can do that. Everything from just giving us a like, a thumbs up and a review will do wonders. Or feel free to leave a comment and tell us what you think about the episodes, what we can do better and how you enjoy it. Or even if you dislike it. Any or all interactions are very helpful for us. Another way you can support us is, is also becoming a Patreon. Now there are of course benefits of becoming a Patreon and becoming a part of our inner circle at Club Nordic D&D. You'll get to see all our episodes one month early on the podcast. You'll get direct uh, information against what is happening here. You can get to talk with us at the show. And at the Nerd Hangout, we can also play games together, online games and private clubs like Counter-Strike, like Warcraft and whatever we can think of. You can even be part of this podcast in various ways. So you feel free to support us if you want, or if you don't want to, that's also fine guys, just enjoy the show. It's all good. Anyway, I just want to give a little shout out to all the supporters already out there. Thanks so much. Without your help, this would not be possible. Anyway, let's continue the show and see how our friends venture. In the island of Morrow, in the kingdom of men, where halflings are enslaved by the tyrant King Vash, our heroes have traveled over to the west and started a rebellion against the Empire. They are in the harbor city of Skyr, where they plan to close down the harbor to prevent ships sent from the king to dock over there. Skyr is one of two harbor cities in West Morrow, and the only way for ships to dock. The heroes want to close both down and stop Vash from collecting resources and slaves from the west. Skyr is the first attempt to do so. They have convinced most of the villagers with the help of the Goliath fish captain Hanus to join the rebellion, but were not able to close down the harbor before ships sent from the Empire arrived. So they have set a trap, an ambush to take down these men sent from Vash, so no report shall get back to the king. Let's see how that will turn out. Players in this episode are Martin Burak Rashin playing Hunter the Tiefling Warlock and Bastian Sandwagenberg playing Kettle the Human Druid. The ships sent from Angel's Bliss have arrived at Skyr. People are keeping their distance from the docks but not far away to keep suspicion up. Looks like they're working. Hunter and Gadal are hiding in Jeffrey's house. The ship docks. Hainus's men tie the ship extra tightly this time. Men starting debarking from the boat going ashore. Two of them go straight for the house of Jeffrey, just as planned. When they arrive they knock on the door. Hunter and Gadal waiting inside. Hunter has cast disguised self and changed himself into Jeffrey the mayor to hide his identity from the soldiers about to approach. Kettle is hiding in the closet. Then hunters call out to the soldiers as they're knocking. Come in! They walk inside, unaware of the disguise. Hello, Jeffrey. 
The things great herons. Let's go to my office. I have a bit of a, a sore throat. Let's go to the to my office. Come in. Come on. And the both of them follow you. And yeah, it looks and like then, yeah. I open the door to my office and like let them come in. Like going first. You go in first. No, I let them. I yeah. open the hold the door for them. And and he yeah. goes goes inside and he starts talking right away like. Normal. Have you heard anything happen to the north? We've heard a lot of ruckus going on there. We're actually going to send armies uh, up up there. Oh really? How, how many men is he gonna send? Oh, he's actually gonna send about 60 men. Um, to, to, to the north? To, to where specifically? Well, of course they're gonna uh, dock at uh, Cap Tran. Oh. And then they're going to take back uh, Green Rock Village. Okay. Oh, there's trouble there. I did hear something about some half-orcs. Half folks. Yeah, that's, I had a, a there was a trader that, uh, that came and told stories about the, it was being attacked by two half orcs that turned over the city. Half folks. Yes. We didn't hear about that one. Oh, oh, doesn't matter because you're not gonna be able to relay it to anybody. <laughs> I'm sorry. Stab him in the face. <laughs> Stab him in the face, but I don't think there's such a thing as instant kill. Yeah. Oh. Depends, you're the DM. Let's roll up uh, a hit die just to see if how high it is. How precise you are with the, the stabbing of the face. 15. 15, yeah. Okay, I'll say that you'll get an instant kill on this uh, first guy. So you stab him in the face, he falls down to the ground. But the next guy is standing right behind him. I jump out of the closet and make a, a cast entangle. So it doesn't hit Hunter, but it hits them. Okay. Vines tries to hold him back and force him toward, toward the ground. So, so he needs to make a strength saving throw. Yeah, it's 12. 12 in total? Mm -hmm. He fails. So he stands restrained. Okay, so this goes very fast. Uh, before he notice that his friend is stabbed in the face and falls to the ground, he himself is entangled in. Yeah, he stands, he stands yeah. restrained and then... Uh, Oh, no, you can uh, you can take care of him as well. Yes, then I will spray poison spray in his face. <laughs> <laughs> My new go-to. Why are you so cruel, Hunter? I just need yeah. to get this over. So the last thing he sees is this demon coming. Uh, yeah. And Jeffrey turning back into to you. Yeah. So he yes. sees a demon coming close at him and, and put my f f hand on his face. And just spray it. So he's like, he can do a constitution thing, throw it everyone. Like, Your hand is on his face. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, it's pretty obvious that you hit him. <laughs> he screams until the, you can hear a bubble of flesh and blood in his uh, uh, mouth, and then he dies. <laughs> so diabolic. You're really living up to your tiefling nature here, I see. Yeah, you know, I have some things I need to work on. <laughs> we should first check if anybody heard this ruckus. Yeah, make a perception check. Alright. That's gonna be 29. I'm not gonna bother. <laughs> so... So after all Did I hear the grass grow as well? Yeah, you hear uh, somebody kicking in the womb of a neighbor's <laughs> town. Uh, no. As soon as all this happens, the mole falls down, the vines come out, his face is burning, he starts screaming very 
uh, not very long because it's acid burning down them and he dies. They just stand still trying to listen to any reactions or anything hurt, but seems completely still. Alright. Then we, uh, you should probably clean off your sword and stuff like that before we head out so we don't drip right. blood. I wipe it off on the guy on the floor and put it in the scabbard. Uh, I guess I'll just take uh, take the helmet off, first of all. Okay. Like, because mm -hmm. that's all look human. Or, like, somewhat human. But okay, I'll turn myself invisible. Then, then I'll just issues. walk. And then we, we head out towards the harbor. Did you guys discuss which way we're walking specifically? Well, I'll... Well, we're going to the harbor, right? We're going together. Okay, as you walk towards the harbor, you come by the inn, and there you see soldiers standing inside and outside. Some of them are talking so to love women. Looking for some fun, are you? <laughs> Maybe. And then you come to the wooded planks of the harbor, and everything looks normal. But you notice that people are not standing specifically the places that they were told not to be. But people are trading and uh, buying and you see the soldiers are mingled amongst uh, some of the people. Yeah. Then I'll walk to the edge of the dock. I'll give him the nod. I, I position myself so I'm kind of I'm not easy to see and I light up my arrow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I shoot in the air. So you see a flare. Yeah, exactly. It's so early in the morning that it's barely bright out. So they see this arrow flying through the air over the town. And it really lights up so everybody can see it. And of course the soldiers look up to see what's going on. And then the fishermen move slowly close to the soldiers. Take their knives and stab them in the neck. Cut their throats. And then they were told to grab the soldiers as they fell down, not to make a noise. And then they dragged them away from the harbor. So suddenly, all the people move away from the harbors up to the towns. And in the blink of an eye, there's only half left all the soldiers that sailed from Angel's Bliss. This all happens in a few seconds. Hunter uses his surprise round to shoot the arrow to signal the fishermen to cut the throats of the soldiers. Then Kettle stands ready on the harbor to cast a spell. I'm gonna cast uh, Control Water. I am going to make a flood. I'm going to create a 20 foot tall wave and I splash all over this area. Yeah, and uh, this boat has a 25% chance of capsizing. It washes all of these guys over. So it's not, these are not affected. These guys all have to make. Then it's a DC 16 strength saving throw. Okay, yes, I'll do that. You can, you can say that they get pushed. Yeah, exactly. Hey, well, I'm, I'm hitting those guys. Well, yeah, exactly, because you, your wave is like moving over uh, the mid section of the harbor, but it also hits some of the men standing on the vertical side. And since the wall is so high, it also comes over to the west east side of the harbor. So I'll, I'll, I'll roll checks for groups, like one group is the guys on the ship, one group is the one on the mid. Uh, section and then the, the east section and I'm rolling for them all so I don't have to make thousands of checks 
Okay, so, yeah, so no four dice in total. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those two, okay. those two, those, those three. Yeah, okay. We don't have to roll a million. Yeah, right, exactly. So it's DC 16 um, strength saving throw. Yep. I'm gonna pull um, first here, first is only a 10. That the, guy? Yeah, the large ship is a 17. Five. That one? That one? The large ship. Large ship, okay, that's this. Those two go in. He goes in the water. I think both of them. Both of them, yeah. Both of that guy? Oh, yeah, it was a group save. And they, they all save. Yeah. They save. And then the, yeah. the last smaller pier get a uh, 15. Then they okay. also fail. They are pushed in the water. And the last ship is a critical fail. Oh, okay. But what about, does the whole ship go there? Uh, it has a 25 percentile of um, capsizing. So you can actually roll percentile dice and then choose from 0 to yeah, 25. It would, since more. it was a critical fail... You can... You can I can lower that percentage. Yeah, you can... Since it was only a 12. So it goes down. I just want to mention that the harbor is set up like this, that you have your your main vertical stand and then there are three paths leading out to see where the ships can stand. And the biggest ship is standing in the middle of the pier and then there is another smaller one on the east side. And, and Kettle is standing on the west as he rises the water and throws a wave over to the middle pier. And then this giant wave flows over to the mid pier and crashes down on the men standing there. And capsizing the small boat, breaking it to pieces. So guys, roll the initiative. 12. Hunter got a 12. And Kettle? I got a 4. Okay, the smaller ship has capsized now. And on the big ship, there's a soldier running up deck to look what's going on. You see his head sticking out from the ship, trying to perceive what is going on. He's running up to the harper to look at the guys that were washed into the ocean of the harbor. At this point, this uh, soldier doesn't know that this wasn't a natural occurrence, like a tsunami. So he's just trying to help his fellow soldiers in the water. And then another one comes up from the deck of the big ship as well, also walking up to the harper to look and scout what's going on. And as of now, these people do not know what was going on. And then it is Hunter's turn. Um, well, I think I'm first I'm gonna move just a tad closer and then I'm gonna point. I'm gonna point around here and a tiny little speck of fire is gonna go out from my finger and it's gonna grow bigger and bigger and bigger and land right here. And may that be a fireball you're throwing? I'm throwing a fireball. Awesome. Okay, Hunter, you're standing on the west pier and you're pointing to the middle pier. And this small flame in your hand, as you wave it around, becomes larger and larger and larger. And then you throw your fire. <laughs> so, you make some uh, dexterity 
saving throws. Yes. And I see now that there are actually three men within the radius of your fireball. And the first one is a critical miss. And then the next one, the one you see is wearing a black armor. And he looks like he has more stars on his shoulder than the other ones. And he rolled only a three, damn it. And the last one is a 17. Okay, so the last one succeeds. Okay, Everybody he else was went. the one who was first away from you, so that makes sense. <laughs> 31 damage. Ouch, 31. Nice. Meaning, and he takes half the succeeding guy. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Okay, as the flame roar on the mid pier, uh, you hear screaming out from the flames, and one of them just falls down, instantly dying. And because the pier is so wet, it seems like the flames are dying down very fast after the fire burn. And the one in the black armor is very badly burned, but he shakes it off and looks at you. And the last one survives, so we have two survivors. Two survivors? Yes. So the black guy survived. Uh, yeah. That sounds so racist. <laughs> yeah. Well, the black armored guy has black armor. Like I said, he looks like he has more stripes on the shoulder than the other ones. Better armor as well. Good to know. Because <laughs> uh, then I will cast hundred uh, no, uh, hex on the, the surviving guy. Yeah. As my bonus action. And uh, that will be it for me. All right, and a hell of a turn you just had. Well, then it's one of the soldiers in the water. He swims up to the harper, the main vertical harper, and he climbs up out of the water. And he sets his aim at you, Hunter, standing on the west pier, and tries to shoot you with a crossbow. And he rolls... Ah, one. That's a critical miss. So as he shoots uh, the crossbow, he, he slips on the wet wood of the har harbor and shoots straight up in the air, hitting nothing but air. And then it's Kettle's turn. All right, I make a 50 by 50 whirlpool. They all get sucked in the middle as the center of the water suddenly uh, drops in this spinning motion. They need to make a strength saving throw to see if they can uh, get to swim out of the, the whirlpool before it sucks them in. Okay, nice. So Kettle makes this whirlpool right beside the middle harbor where the men are still in the water. And they make a strength check. And the first one rolls an 18. That one, okay, yeah. he succeeds. Then he takes half damage and he isn't in the whirlpool. Next one is a 16. He succeeds as well as my DC. Nice. Uh, the third one is only three. He gets sucked in. And then the next one. Or he stays there at least. Is uh, 11. He fails. Okay, so these two guys, they, they make it. And they do not. So they all, they, they have the damage. They take 2d8. Uh, they take nine. Bludgeoning damage as the water just smashes them forces, around, uh, 
forces them uh, under. Yeah. And then they and take the half of nine, so they take four. 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 Okay. The rest of them take nine bludgeoning damage. Yeah. And then these guys are sucked into the start closer into the vortex and then they can use an action to try to break free and it has to be a strength check but it's a disadvantage against my safety DC. <clears throat> yeah exactly and they have to do that on their turn so when you're finished and they have a go they can use an action to do this right the first time each is the vortex uh, something about they also get damage at their turn it remains okay. Yeah, if uh, if so it if remains, fail, if, if it, it fails and remains in the vortex, it uh, takes two d eight again. Okay, but if it gets out, in a, it it doesn't take any damage. Okay, but it has to swim a lot. It's but what about the ones who make the check? Are they also stuck? No, they can they can swim out of it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, before anything else, let's describe what happens. Kettle is standing on the harbor, and like I said, he's creating this whirlpool. And this strong current is just going around and around and around in circles as the men get sucked into it and some of them are trying to escape and some of them fail and they are tossed from and forth around the pool and taking a lot of damage and some of them make it out. And then it is some of their turns now. And the first soldier is not so much uh, close to the middle, he tries to swim out. And it's hard for him to do... Get out. Yeah, he can't get out. Yeah, he yeah. can. Yeah, with all his movement, mm -hmm. I think he can, yeah. he can get out. Yeah, he uh, uses all his movement to struggle, 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 but he, he makes it out of the pool. He was unfortunately one of them who made the save, so he wasn't stuck. And he swims closer to get up on the pier again, but just doesn't make it. And then this guy, he's actually outside of the, the whirlpool and he sees what's going on, so he tries to swim around it to not get sucked yeah, in. Yeah, makes sense. And he swims over to the big ship and is holding on to it. He uses full movement to do so. And then we have a couple of poor souls in the middle of the whirlpool who failed their checks and now have to make a strength check to get out at disadvantage at disadvantage you are right. dc 16 do you want to make a group check yeah i just roll a group check for this one dc 16 a three and a one wow oh, then they take the full brunt of eight bludgeoning damage yeah. as the water again forces them down yeah, okay, so the whirlwind is going around and around and around and they are trying to swim out of it, but they just lose control and get smashed together and bomb their heads and everything in the water and take a lot of damage. They no way out. Sucks to be done. It sure does, but now it's my turn. It's the guy in the black armor. After seeing all this magic occurring, he's standing on the mid-pier, so he sprints up to the vertical pier to get closer to uh, you guys and he just doesn't make it so he takes his, his crossbow uh, in his hand and he pulls the string back and takes a shot at you Hunter. and he rolls a 14 that does not hit 
Okay, so as he's running up to the vertical pier, he takes a shot at you and you see him coming, so you dodge your head and he misses. And then it's this guy standing on the east pier's turn. He also tries to run to get closer to you, so he makes it over to the vertical pier. Now it's just a straight line down to get to you and you're still too far. So he also takes his crossbow and tries to shoot at you, Hunter. Mm -hmm. And he gets a critical hit. Critical hit? Yeah. Damn. Ouch. And then you take... I rolled a one. Oh, <laughs> we're so lucky. So, yeah, so plus two, uh, three, uh, that's six damage, piercing damage. Yeah, so he, he comes also ju jumping up to the vertical pier, running up, and as he shoots, the air becomes completely still, and he gets a real good shot off, and you are dodging away from the first uh, crossbow arrow coming at you, and this one hits you, but very far away in the shoulder, so it just scratches your skin. And then it's your turn, Hunter. And then I yell, let me show you how it's done! And I shoot the... Uh, well, just for fun, I'm actually gonna cast Hexblade's Curse on him first. Okay. okay, cool. So you take your hands, wave them around as you curse the man standing in front of you. And then I'm gonna shoot him. With Sharpshooter. That's not good enough. I'm gonna use uh, Favorite by the Gods. Okay, nice. So I get an extra two. But that's, that's, that's for a saving throw. Or an attack. That, ugh, come well, that'll make it 15. Uh, which one of them were you attacking? It was the black guy. Sorry, man, you missed. Damn it! Well, that was a waste. So well, I'm gonna. Try again my second attack. Okay, so a lot was going on in this attack. You first cursed him, and then you take an arrow and shoot at him. And you feel like the arrow is going too much far, so you pray to the gods to help you to get it back up, and it still misses. And you hurry back and take another arrow and fire again. Wow! Fuck, what 17. Yes, a 17 hits the guy in the black armor. Alright. 27 damage. Ouch! 27. Nice. And the black guy. Bam. Okay, so at your second attempt, the arrow goes exactly where you aim and hit him right in the shoulder. <laughs> it was a bad hit, but he's still standing, guys. Yeah. I'll you next time. Yeah, well, then it's this guy on the ship. He uh, comes running up, jumping onto the mid pier to get to the vertical pier. He runs. There's not enough movement, so he starts to dash to run all the way over and uses his action to get as close as he can to you guys. And there's a lot of blockage all the way over, so he has no sight of you until he comes all the way to the end. Get your next turn, guys. Nice and close together. Then there's this miserable soul in the water who's just trying to get out. It's his turn now. 
He's luckily lying so close to the pier, so he just swims a bit and crawls up onto the vertical pier and joins the other. Takes yeah. his crossbow and also shoots at Hunter, who's standing so well in front of Kettle. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. Rolls a 17. 17? Yeah. Yeah. And then you take eight piercing damage. Oh. And then it is Kettle's turn. Yeah. Well, I'm going to run. Up sides harder. And then, yeah, I'm going to um, take a little pinch of water again from my water skin and flick it. And then as it hits the water here, the water starts to, uh, to vibrate. And Akin to uh, to what what you all saw before, a large wave rises. But this one crashes down with a lot more force than the other one. Ten feet wide, thirty feet long. Sorry, ten feet tall, ten feet wide, and thirty feet long. So it's gonna rise from here. This ten feet wide and and, uh, and tall wave, and it's just gonna crash down upon these three. Which are the three guys standing on the vertical pier? The black guy and the black uh, uh, armor, and the other two foot soldiers. Yeah, so they all have to make a dexterity saving throw to see if they can jump out of the way of this smaller tidal wave. Uh, there's a the black one has a seven. Seven. Yeah. Okay, he fails. Only a ten. He fails. The last one has a thirteen. He fails. Yeah. They are all knocked prone, sorry Hunter. They then take 48 damage, bludgeoning damage. So they take they take 18 bludgeoning damage as this wave crashes down on them and they don't get pushed back, but they sort of fall and slip as they are. 18? Um, 18 bludgeoning damage, yeah. Well, fortunately that is enough to drown the dark armored knight. Because that means I get some Well, nice kettle. Um, well, Keller is standing 25 feet away from Hunter and he runs up by his side. And then, as you said, you flicker some drops of water into the water and you rise again. <laughs> A wave up and smashes it down on the mid-pier where the Black Armored guy is standing with his two foot soldiers crashing down on him. And the Black Armored guy is so smashed down on the pavement of the uh, stone side of the mid-vertical pier that he dies and the other two are lying down. <laughs> Get back. You will pay for that. That's my turn. Yes, and then it's one of the guys who was lying down beside the black armored guy who you just killed. He gets up and takes his turn and he um, spends half movement by getting upright. Half movement, yeah. Exactly. And he takes his crossbow again and this time he takes a shot at Kettle who just killed his boss. I can understand that. That's only a nine. Does not hit. I block it with my shield. This just more pisses him off. 
And then it's his friend who's standing right beside him's turn and he gets oh, up as get well, him. taking his crossbow and shoots at Kettle as well. He rolls up. Uh, 16 to hit. Yes. Not hit. My AC is 17. Damn it, really? Yeah. Uh, I have uh, studded leather, plus two decks and sheep. Well, now they're both pissed off. Then it's Hunter's turn. Okay. Hmm. See, I do have another fireball. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna save my, my spell slot. So I'm just gonna move uh, Hexblade to this guy on the on the stone pier. Yeah, to the vertical pier. Yeah, it's it's half and half wood and stone. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm gonna shoot him mm -hmm. with the first ones with sharpshooter. Ten. Ten does not hit. Then I'll try shoot him once without sharpshooter. So that would be a 16. That hits. Uh, Only 11 damage. 11 damage, okay. Good. Um, after these two guys have been shooting at Kettle, one arrow each and missing both time, you wave your hand around and take your hex and move it on to the uh, quiet target. And then you quickly take your first arrow, shoot it with sharpshooter, which misses. And then you quickly take another arrow in the blink of an eye and shoot again. This one you hit him in the belly. And he crouches down in pain and he looks really bad on one knee, but he's, he's still alive. Then there's still one guy in the water who uh, swims up to the pier on the west side where you guys are. He gets up and he sees you, Hunter, from behind actually, and he takes his crossbow and he shoots at you as well. And he gets, uh, damn it, a 12. Nope. Well, he uh, has still uh, wet fingers and dripping in his eyes, so he takes a shot and he misses horribly. As you hear him coming behind you and you dodge. And then it's the guy with the arrow in the belly. It's his turn, he gets up, shaking at the knee as he takes his crossbow and tries to fire a shot at you, Kettle. Yeah. And he rolls up. 18 to hit, so hits. Yeah. And you take... Six damage. Okay, let's see. My concentration still holds. Yeah. Oh, and it does. Awesome. Well, after this, it's actually your turn, Kettle. Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna run over here. And then I use Thunder Wave on the guy in front of me, and I, and I yell at him, BACK IN THE WATER! And then I clasp my hands together. Large sonic boom erupts, or thunderous boom erupts. And he needs to make a, uh, a dexterity or strength. Constitution oh. saving throw. Constitution. Sorry, constitution mm -hmm. saving throw. Okay, DC right. 16. He rolls a 13. Okay, first off he takes five thunder damage, and then he is pushed 10 feet, five, 10. Wee! <laughs> Bang in the water again. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, um, so 
you turn around from where you're standing, or you run over to the guy who's standing on the west pier who just came out of the water and took, took a shot at you, and you smash your hands together and thunderous waves erupts from your fingertips, knocking him completely up in the air as he takes five hit points damage and he crashes down into the water again. I'm gonna take a step back, and that's gonna be my turn. <laughs> Cool. Well, not even a look back, huh? <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy here on the ship that I've forgotten all about, and I've... He's missed a couple of turns. Well, he's gonna take a turn now. My mistake. Uh, he is running on shore, and since Kettle move, he makes it all the way over to you, and this guy does not take a crossbow. He takes out a sword and makes an attack at you, Kettle. Yep. And he rolls a 20 to hit. He hits. And you take... Uh, 10 damage. Ouch. And he swings his arm around and takes another shot at you. Yep, go for it. And that's a 19 to hit. He hits. And that's another five slashing damage. Yeah. Well, he had a rather successful attack. Finally. Ouch. Yeah, that hurt. <laughs> and then it's Hunter's turn. Okay. I think I'm gonna get my little brown bag out and grab a curveball. Yeah. And I'll throw it at this guy and he'll catch! <laughs> and he's gonna be hit by a... Giant hyena. Nice! Ooh. Nice! <laughs> this is a my initiative, so that would be now. Try to. Oh. Ten. Nope, sorry. So this giant ball is thrown at him and it turns into a hyena who jumps in his face and what tries to bite him, but he, he managed to evade the beast's attack. Phew. Anyway, still there. That was it for me. Yeah, it was. Okay, then it's this guy and he makes a run for it and... Uh, opportunity attack then. What? Ah, yeah, the hyena, damn it. Yeah, <clears throat> roll an attack. Ah, oh, stupid hyena. <laughs> That's a one. Phew, that misses. Okay, this guy is running and he is actually dashing to get closer to you, Hunter. And forgot about the Nahina he got so close to and he tries to bite him, but he <laughs> awaits it and he uh, escapes his grasp and gets here, but not close enough to you to make an attack. And he dashed so he doesn't have an attack. And then it's... Kettle's turn before the guy in the water. Alright. <clears throat> That's very fortunate once again. Because I'm gonna go here. It's 5, 10, 15. Great! Then I'm gonna cast another Thunder Wave and I say, In the water with you as well! You're gonna, gonna hit the hyena though. Nope. I can, uh, I can make the cube centered from me. So I can center it here. Yeah. And then they both, that guy and that guy needs to make a constitution saving throw. That guy? But... He's in the water, and you're standing 
And his knee is completely has full cover from the pier, though. Okay, you could say that. So then, then they are just gonna f- topple on top of, of each other. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't mention it before, but the guy who who ran past the hyena uh, ran over to the west pier and is standing right in front of Kettle again, and the guy who fell in the water earlier between the two. But yeah, I agree with Martin uh, Hunter. Um, he is standing beneath the pier and it blocks the way. Okay. Yeah. He needs to make a constitution save. Ah! He rolls a four. Alright. In you go! Woo! And he takes... Ten thunder damage. Oh, that's actually enough to kill him. He was already badly shot by Hunter's arrows. So I scatter um, as I uh, as I bring my hands together and I see him fly. Some of his limbs just break off by impact. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> He's standing so close to the end of the pier, like his friend before him, and now you are standing really close to him as you clap your hands together. His arms break behind him and he flies through the air and arrows were stuck in his body from a hunter get just pushed through him. So he shattered to pieces as his lifeless corpse falls down in the water. On top of his friend already there. And then I, I run this way. Five, ten. Yeah, I'm gonna run there. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's my turn. Okay, so you run now a little farther away from the edge of Western Pier. Closer to the vertical pier again. Yeah, then it's the guy in the water and he sees his lifeless corpse of a colleague lying beside him. Ah! You monsters! As he crawls back up to the pier. I will avenge you, brother! And then he comes up to the pier and sees Kettle has there you are. run further away and the closest Running, um, thing to attack is the hyena oh, and he hyena. runs over to it <gasps> and makes an attack. Die! Okay, yeah, that's fine. Using his sword for his attack, he rolls a... 18. That hits. That's uh, six damage. Yeah, so it's still alive. And then it's, ooh, thinning out the herd. Not so many left. It's you again, Hunter. Okay. I look at the guy next to me and say, yo, (laughs) and now you see me, now you don't, and I miss this step. Over here. And I shoot him twice with my arrows. Nice. Uh, let's do it with sharpshooter. Yeah. Fun. Then that's 15 to hit on the first one. Well, that misses. Ah, <laughs> damn it. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> well, I guess I'll try again, man. Come on. Although as cool as it was. That's a bit better. 19. Yeah, that hits. Twenty-two damage. Twenty-two damage. That ends his life. Damn. 
I hit him like right in the, the chest with an arrow and he flies backwards over. And flies into the water. Okay, so after that cool remark you say to him, now you see me, now you don't, and you teleport away and you take your arrow, shooting him from a distance, and he sees you blink away, and he evades the uh, first arrow, laughs at you. <laughs> And he shoots another one in the blink of an eye and it hits him right in the chest and he just flies off and he's tossed in the water. And there he floats, dead. Oh yeah, and then my hyena bites uh, the guy in front of him. Thirteen? Uh, no, thirteen uh, doesn't hit. Yeah, okay. So the hyena tries to make an attack on the guy closest to him, bites him, but, but misses. But then it's his turn, the guy standing in front of the hyena, and he attacks it, mm -hmm. and rolls a... Oh, I think he misses. A 12. Uh, yeah, he actually has to kind of lower it. Lower it yeah, that hits. Yeah, super. And he gives her... Four damage. Okay. Yeah, so he takes his sword out and he slashes at the hyena and it barely hits him, but not enough to do ultimate damage. And after him, it's Kettle's turn. Alright, here we go. <laughs> I think it would be thematically uh, wrong not to let this guy. Give him the water one more time, so I'm gonna. God. <laughs> I'm gonna Please gonna don't go. do this to me. <laughs> I'm gonna run, run around over here. Five, ten, fifteen. And what was it again? Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. Then I'm gonna use Thorn Whip Cantrip against that guy. And that's an attack roll. And do I hit with a 18? You surely do. Poor guy. Right. Um, he takes 2d6 piercing damage. So that's 9 piercing damage. And he is pulled 10 feet closer to me. Which means he's pulled into the water. 510. <laughs> <laughs> so we see this. <laughs> pull up. <laughs> like times in the water, that poor guy. He must be so soaked by now. Yeah. I pull out a little, uh, little thorny branch, and I, and as I whip it with my arm, it extends and wraps around and, and pulls him off the the pier. Okay, the poor soul who was in the water as you first killed his brother, who came flying through the air with broken arms and stuff like that. He swore to revenge him as he crawled up to the pier again, out of the water, and you were gone, Kettle, and now you return your gaze at him and th throw your <laughs> thorn whip at him. Ah! No! Please! And throw him back into the water. That's it. Nice. Yeah. That's my turn. Yeah, well, he's back in the water. Hunter, your turn. Yep. It's your turn. I'm gonna move my hex to the guy still on the pier. Yeah. And I'll try and attack him with sharpshooter. 16. Yeah, hits. 
Oof. That's uh, 27 damage on my first <laughs> shot. <laughs> on the first one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll try again. That's not so good. Only eight to hit with the second one. No, that didn't hit. But the first one hit him really good. Yeah, and then the the hyena laugh, laughs like, <laughs> and, and attacks him mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, sucks. That's eight. That's like okay. the worst hyena ever. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, sorry, doesn't hit. Well, anyway, you take your hex and you throw it on your target. Then you quickly take your arrow with sharpshooter and aim and shoot him. And you get a real good shot at him. And as soon as uh, he has taken his turn, the hyena comes running at him, jumping and trying to bite him, but misses as he turns around. And then he takes his turn himself. And he takes a blade and tries to uh, counterattack the hyena. And he rolls a five. Nope. Yeah, so it all happens so fast as he gets shot and this giant hyena jumps on his back, oh which he evades and tries to take a sword and uh, jam it at him. Oh. He's limping away from the arrow shot and misses the hyena. And he's dripping in blood. He's in very bad shape, guys. And then it's the poor guy in the water's turn and he's trying to get back onto the pier. <laughs> One more time! Mm, so, yeah. mm, mm. It's gonna turn into Aquaman. <laughs> gonna get in the water! Well, he tries to climb up onto the pier again. Uh, and he can't, as he comes up, you see him holding oh his head. head. It's ringing from the thunder wave last time, but he tries to gather himself together. But he gets his eye on you, Kettle, and yeah. he wakes you, try to make an attack with his sword. Yeah. And that's um, nice, 21 to hit. He hits. And you take 10 slashing damage. Yeah, but I'm, I'm probably bleeding a little bit at this point. Yeah, okay. Well, he got you kind of good. Um, as I said, he was r ringing in his ear and his head hurts and he sees you and he's very upset and he screams a remark at you as he takes his blade and thrusts it into your side. Oh, you just wait. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got in there? Uh, then it is your turn. Okay. I'm gonna... I'm gonna step beside him again and I'm gonna... I'm gonna... Yeah. I'm gonna upcast Thunderwave to third level spell. And then uh, he's gonna need to make a constitution saving throw. Ugh. So 12. Yep. Then uh, I, I exactly three times louder boom um, just uh, fumes out of my hands after I clap them together. And uh, he is again pushed. 10 feet into the water, and he takes Ooh. Ooh. 20 thunder damage. Okay, nice. Um, so, after he takes a hit at you and slashes you, which get pretty hurt by, 
You take a step back and you again raise your hands oh no. and smash them together as this power thunderous wave tosses him up in the air and throws him into the water, breaking every bone in his body, even his neck. So this time, he does not come back out of the water. How poetic. <laughs> yeah. How poetic. He gets a watery grave. Yeah, exactly. That's where he truly belonged. <laughs> you mean, guys, you mean? Uh, well, then it's Hunter's turn. Okay. Uh, just for fun, I'll let my uh, hyena attack first, see if I can actually get an attack in. Yeah, go for it. 16. That's right on the money. Woo! Come on, hyena. Uh, so that's... A 2d6. Oh, double sixes. Nice. Plus three. So that's 15 damage from the hyena. That is enough to kill this guy. So how does the hyena want to do it? Really bitten anything yet. So it just jumps up and opens a huge mouth because it's a giant hyena. It just basically takes his whole head off in one bite. Okay, so this hungry ass hyena now comes stampeding at him, jumping up on him, pushing him down no, and no, ripping no. his head off. <laughs> Killing him. Meaning you have successfully killed all of King Mash's men who came to Skyre. And then Hines comes running down to the pier. Is everything okay, guys? Everything is just swell. And then the inhabitants of Skyr start to emerge. And people are gathered on the pier. And they start setting the pier on fire, as planned. To prevent any more ships from entering West Morrow. And as we watch the pier burning, Hunter takes his bow, lifts it high, and shouts for freedom. For freedom! And the people join in the cheering. Heinous as well. Yeah, freedom! 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 People are cheering. Freedom. But they're mixed with a lot of emotions. People are also crying to see their livelihood go in flames. People are just staring at the harbor burning. Some are departing, getting ready to leave Skyr. And then one of the fishermen, looking at the burning harbor with a tear in his eye, starts to sing a song. Skyr, home of my father and my father's father. Long have you kept fish in our belly and coin in our pockets. Here we have lived our lives, fallen in love and married our wives. But now time has come to leave. Oskayer, with broken hearts we part. But such is in times of war. 
But one day we shall return. A promise is made from man to woman and child. Home will come after a long-awaited while. And the rest of the people are started to depart from the harbor. It is time to leave Skyr. And the heroes start evacuating the people, sending the two rangers ahead with the people to go to Bliss. And then Hunter, Pidal, and Hainus and a few fishermen follow suit afterwards. And they take their long trip back to the safe haven of Bliss. And so the heroes succeeded. They convinced the entire village to join the rebellion, to lay down their livelihood, to help the halflings. But they did agree, the tyranny of Ash has to stop. At one point they will come to Skyr, they will take what they want. They will send more soldiers and control West Morrow completely. Best we stop it before that happens. So of course it is with a broken heart that they have locked down the harbors and now have left to go to Bliss. It is exciting to see what will happen next. Now again guys, if you join our Patreon program, there are a lot of benefits for you. So join us. By doing that, you will have an opportunity to be part of the show, to learn how far I've come in the progress of making the show, when it will be released, you'll get pre-released episodes, you get the chance to see pictures of our studio, talk with us, have your input into the show, and so on and so forth. Now, I should lay down my gloves of greed and stop persuading you to give me all your money. I'm just kidding, guys. Of course, all kinds of support is very appreciated. Thank you so much. Anyway, next episode, we're gonna follow again our young Sovan on his personal quest. If you like TV show Stranger Things, you're gonna like what's gonna happen to Sovan next. He's gonna take a trip down to the Shadowfell. Be sure not to miss that, guys. See you soon. Thank you for the day.